Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. That was a little late, man. No, that was good. There's nothing wrong with a caca at the end. Nothing wrong. You want to throw in a caca? You can always do that. You get really excited, you can throw in a hi, hi, hi. Just like that, yeah. This is so exciting. I, I'm so excited to be here at Wise Guys Comedy Club. It's all exciting. Hey man, it's so fortuitous. I mean, I'm here, I, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm here for Sundance. And <laughs> I've wanted to be involved with Sundance for quite a while, uh, ever since the beginning of the festival. I mean, it, this is a festival that really puts people on the map, and that's what I like to do on my show. <laughs> you know, I like to take an unknown person or, or director or actor and really lift them up into greater heights and... That's what Sundance is all about, you know, all about. But unfortunately, unfortunately, Sundance wouldn't allow me to come over the years. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. They said, you're kind of welcome in these parts. <laughs> they said that. They, they tried to start a, a brouhaha with me. A melee, fisticuffs, an altercation, uh, a Donnybrook, as it were. But this year... They gave in. This year they said, Cash, you can, come to, you can come to Sundance. Yeah. Come to Sundance. We have an open spot for you in March. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to come to Sundance. I mean, think of, think of all the great, you know, great people that have, you know, careers have been made by this festival. You know, remember young Sean Connery? <laughs> in his first Sundance you know, remember that trailer rule number one how do I know you're not a cop rule number one 
Why is this rural question? <laughs> yeah, remember uh, John Rambo? <laughs> remember his first Sundance? You know, Crenna walked in. God didn't make John Rambo. I did. To do what it takes to survive. To eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. To kill, period. Exclamation mark. Remember one thing when you go out there with John Rambo? An ample supply of body bags. <laughs> body bags. So I came in, and I came in, and I'm really excited. I thought, Sundance this is going to be great. And it's weird. I just got in, and there's no posters or anything. It's that kind of festival. It's very low-key, very grassroots. Uh, the flights were cheap. They're not going to jack up the flights during Sundance. Right? They care about us. You know, um, you know, everything's been great. And so apparently what's happened is there's a line of celebrities outside waiting to be interviewed by me for the Sundance Film Festival. And I, I think we better just kickstart this bad boy. Keith, can you let in the first uh, celebrity guest? I'm really excited. I don't know who it's going to be. And then, what? Wait, wait a second. What? Here's the who the what the how did how the where did why it go? did hmm? where hmm? what hmm? how hmm? why what for those of you who? who haven't seen the podcast this goes on for a while <laughs> I can't I come in here I got there first wait a I'm second here, you were here, here first I'm here to promote some stuff I got here at 7 a.m. waiting to do the show okay I was out there first I had a I was holding half a pickle the entire time. <laughs> See that? Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was holding half of a pickle, and nobody talks to you. You half a pickle. Or fucks with you if you're just holding a half a yeah, pickle. That is true. If you don't eat it after about ten minutes, ain't nobody walking up yeah. to the half pickle holding motherfucker. It's the old half pickle technique. It's very underutilized. But I do love pickles, so mm, all day is a battle. <laughs> On that little green magic. Uh, <laughs> snapping on that green so what magic. That's here? what I call eating pickles. Yeah. I've well, never heard you say that. Never. It was, it was very cold outside. I've been saying it for years. Okay. okay. To you and asking you to remember. Yeah. <laughs> I have a really bad, I have a really long attention span. I brought, that's I had, why my memory is so short. I had, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. What did you say about the Sunday? Oh, that's what Sundance Festival is all about. Thought, here's the thing. And you know what the truth is? I thought, I thought since you weren't even in the room that I might get away with that one. But TJ hears me fuck things up from long distances. But I thought about it. If there is Sundance, which is like the Super Bowl of independent cinema, they also have a puppy bowl during the Super Bowl. So I thought there might be a puppy Sundance. And those are independent films about dogs, done by dogs, directed by dogs, produced by dogs. And that festival is showing that actually a lot of dogs can direct, they can write, they can start stuff. That's what Puppy Sundance is all about. Uh, can I have the next guest, please? Half a pickle! Half a pickle technique, 2015. Uh, excuse our dust. We are. The show is under construction as TJ eats a pickle. Excuse the sounds he's making while he eats. 
excuse our dust. We're under construction. We just don't understand why they what, put those up. I don't know. What, why are you here? What, why are you at Sundance? Well, what are you waiting, promoting? What are you promoting? I've been waiting outside. Do you have an so independent long. picture that you're. I had to get a tea. Yeah. I'm here to. I got a little indie film called. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Transformers Four Age of Extinction. Yeah, yeah. That's a little Now, wait a second. So I'm kind of doing that deal right now. I'm trying to get the word out about that one. <laughs> People don't see it. You know, it's one of those things you hope it's a hit on VOD, video on demand, DVD, <laughs> disc, video, disc. Yeah. Laser disc. Laser disc. Laser disc, yeah. Eight track Eight track. beta. Eight track beta. Father figures that just uh, describe the, the, the movie. <laughs> That's the oldest you can go. The oldest you can Story go time by the fire. <laughs> no, just a father figure. Cape wall on the cape wall. Yep. Drawings on the cape wall. Yeah. yeah. So I got a tea and uh, I'm just wondering, I, I feel weird when I leave the tea tag out. Do you do that? Do you tuck it in or you just leave it no, out? No, you never tuck in the tea tag. Is that true? Uh, no tuck. The no tuck rule. Never tuck in the tea tag. That's true. That's a sports. It's a sports joke. See, you don't get all the sports jokes. I don't get any. It's of the, the no tuck. Jokes. It's but, the no tuck rule. You, you don't know. You don't get half the fucking half the pickle jokes. I, I know. <laughs> Which I guess means you only get a quarter of the pickle jokes. I know. I, know. I miss out on all the pickle jokes. Most of the food go- jokes go way over my head. That's true. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, you know, it, it, the way the way it is, it's like your mind is an empty store, and you know, someone's come uh, to go a gluten, <laughs> like gluting, like like looting. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it was a sports joke. It went yeah. over everyone's yeah. head. It was a food joke. I told you I'm allergic to gluten-free food, and um... that's true. <laughs> It's really sad. Do you know how few things there are that don't have gluten? Yeah, it's he tough can't to do. eat any of those. Yeah. They make him lactose intolerant. Yeah. He just won't. He, he won't take any back talk from a carton of milk. <laughs> so you're here to promote this this movie uh, that came out last year, Transformers, and I do a series of. Um, uh, very small, you know, short films. Vignettes. They're called commercials? Yeah, yeah. yeah sh- short films. <laughs> really, sh- really short films. There's coughing and wheezing commercials? Well, Vignettes, as I like to call them? It, you know, there's there's several short, independent, well, they're short films that sort of chronicle the life of this sort of really frustrated protagonist <laughs> who's incredibly lonely because he kind of feels like society sees him as like a... A, a plague, a sickness on him. Like he, no one wants to be around him, but he's always trying to sort of make friends, be involved. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's his battle with a corporation really that's trying to destroy him. And in that way, it's an American tale because you know these large corporations are destroying the independent spirit, and that's what the protagonist. Anyway, you got to see him, but it's the Musinex campaign. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I started to think that's what you were talking about. It's. It's sort of a story within a story. It is. It's a sad story. It's sort of a sneeze within a nose. Almost. And I do a lot of... It is a sneeze within a nose. Yeah. It's like sneezing when you barf. It's like snarfing. It's snarfing. It's, it's sort of a, a, almost a, a full-body release. A full-body snarf is also yeah. awful because that's a full-body release that starts with a snarf. So you sneeze, you barf, and then everything else happens. Yeah. You urinate, you defecate, you cry, spinning, your ears bleed. Spinning, snarfing. Spitting up, yeah. Spinning, snarfing 
Full body release. That's something to see. Yeah, that is. And I heard the uh, 2002 Olympics started that way. Really? <laughs> just a man sneezed so hard and as he, that he began barfing, and that spun him in a circle, yeah. and that became Tanya Harding. Yeah. <laughs> we, were talking about, we were talking about 90s figure skating back there in the green room. I'll tell you wow. what, I'll take two Nancy Kerrigan's for every fucking half of Tanya Harding that you can get from a corner of a goddamn pickle. <laughs> Look at that tray of beers. What if he just gave that to one person? I always thought the idea of that, of ordering so many beers that the guy brings the tray and they're just all in front of you and you look around to everyone and you go, I'm sad. <laughs> now that's a half a pickle joke. You know what I like to do, uh, TJ? It's <laughs> you guys got to order one of these. I'm sorry to interrupt. If you haven't done it yet, you guys got to order a pickle. They got... Killer fucking green magic in here. You'll be snapping at it. <laughs> and they got great, they got great drinks. This is a scotch and a soda, and it's in a plastic cup so that if it, if I spill it, hey, you know, <laughs> costs a little more. But if you spill a plastic cup, nobody notices. People are just like, why are my feet wet? Big fucking deal. <laughs> you know, the, the plastic so cup. Have, have a pickle and a scotch and soda with me, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The plastic cup enables a full-body snarf without any bloodshed. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you're drinking out of a jagged mace that you've hollowed out, <laughs> yeah. and you're drinking almost like holding the wooden handle right. of the chain, almost like a, the mace that is now a ladle. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you snarf, suddenly Can't you're going to whip around, kill a, a person in their head. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Have you guys been saying that lately? I'm going to start saying that a lot. I have been saying I'm, it a lot. I've been, I've been hearing all the different phrases. Uh, someone the other day told me, he, he said, uh, I, I would give you the shirt off my back. I like that. And, well, I, I asked him for money, and I said, I'll take the cash. I don't want to have to turn the shirt around and sell it. And he said, my shirt will take the cash, if you know what I'm saying. My shirt would like you to wear it. That's what he said. I mean that literally and metaphorically. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Try saying it to anyone. No one will be able to know what you mean. And that's always the goal in conversation. Uh, Tell just me to make about sure it. no one knows what the hell you're talking about. Tell me about it. It's like telling a fish that you bought its bicycle. <laughs> that dog just don't hunt. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited you're here, T.J. Miller. I, I didn't know. I, I'm sure there's a lot of other guests waiting to be here, but I'd like... I've always loved to do this actually, podcast. It was just... It was actually just me. Why would that be? <laughs> well, Sundance isn't in March. What? It's at a completely different time. Wait. It's Wait like a second. Late are, you, January, are you serious? So, I mean, I, I didn't know how to... I don't know how to bring this up, but it's... Uh, I, I was so excited. Well, they invited you because, you know, then you wouldn't, inter you wouldn't interview anyone. But, but then, you're here. Well, they invited me. And Pickles. Yeah, they invited me to say, you know, they said, come and promote Transformers 4. And I was like, well, that's already been out. <laughs> and then they're like, and didn't you do a series of short films about a protagonist that feels like a corporation is crushing him? <laughs> and I was like, are you talking music? Eggs? And they're like, yeah. So then I came out here, and I think they did it so that I can't, because I can't afford to come back out again this year so they just oh. did it to make sure I wasn't at the real Sundance <laughs> is this real is this real is Sundance not going on 
Oh my gosh, this is, uh, I mean... Did you say, yeah, it's not going on? <laughs> Thank you for that, sir. Yeah, I'm really... Is, is Sundance not happening? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is, is not It is not, not happening. So you're saying that this is not Sundance. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, you know what? Sundance is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we're all going to boycott Sundance. I would. I, I'd rather not. It's an yeah. essential component of the filmmaking. <laughs> okay, we'll have a few months to talk about that. We'll apparently. talk about that. You know what I like to do when I have a guest on my show? What do you do? I like to start off with a triple banger lightning round. All these people over here can that's see these okay. shoulders and hair that's like, is that a woman? <laughs> is that a woman with a short haircut? <laughs> yeah, look at that person back there. I'll do a lot of swiveling, yeah. I'll swivel that guy's on. like, I want to sit behind the people. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a lot of swiveling and I'll kind of yell each time I swivel, I'll go, Hey! Where's that other half of my pickle? <laughs> and then I'll start to swivel back. I think that's... That'll get you into it. Yeah. That'll get you involved. Daddy came home for Christmas. Daddy came home for Christmas. <laughs> he did. It's the greatest line ever. He came home early. Hey, guys, seriously, now that we... This is the first live show since he said it. Don't you think that's the best line ever? Anybody? Yeah. I know. Seriously, it's so funny. It's hard because... I, I say it to my wife. Man. I say it to my wife all the time. Every time I get drunk, <laughs> I knock on the door, and she's like, who is it? And I'm like, let me in. And she opens the door, and I go... Daddy came home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's, I don't even remember saying it. They scream and they run away. It's great. I don't even remember saying it because it wasn't terribly funny when I said it. But it struck Cash as really funny. And then he started texting me it and saying it to me, being like, Daddy came home for Christmas. And it's really funny when he says it. So then I started saying it. And he's like, see, you say it. It's the greatest thing ever. But I'm, I, I'm only saying what you said I said because it's funny when you say it. It's a very complicated... Let me put it this way. Daddy came home for Christmas. Can you imagine? He, and then somebody in the background just goes, yeah, probably only came home for the milk and cookies. I mean that literally and metaphorically. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Uh, question one. Question one. Milk and cookies. Uh, I went. The milk was ejaculate. <laughs> The cookies was pussy. Okay, good night. Thank you for coming out. Danny stayed at his place in Michigan during Christmas. Danny did not come home for Christmas. Danny was absent for Christmas this year. Rule number one, where's Daddy for Christmas? Question number two, he's in Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, this Where's the other <laughs> <laughs> You ever do that? You ever just, <laughs> just 
fucking, you know what I mean, really celebrate something? Would you, would you, would you date a girl that, that when she laughed, that's what she did? She was just like, she's like, wait, what did you say, Cash? Well, like, wait, what did you, say, what did you say? I just said I thought it was funny that pickles sometimes come in halves. <laughs> Chip, please. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we no checked. Shit. You gotta finish your meal. <laughs> what if that happened? <laughs> at the beginning of the date, you go. At the beginning of the date, you're like, oh, yikes. Check, please. And the waiter's like, yeah, please, we checked. You gotta finish your fucking meal. <laughs> you're like, okay. Um, this I, this I restaurant's strict. <laughs> I had I had a waitress recently uh, here in Utah. She came. This should be more of a where were you? But she came to the table and she goes, "How is everything so far?" And no food or drinks had been brought to us. And I said, You're "Well, like, really, nothing's nothing's really happened yet. Uh, everything is not okay. Not ideal. Not ideal." I think that's so funny. You should have just been like, "Well, it can only I mean, it can only go up from here." Yeah, I feel like it's really. Uh, how's everything taste so far? Yeah, it, it still tastes like the inside of my mouth. Uh, it's exactly the same as it was. You guys gotta, good here? I'm yeah, having we're problems. Fine. We just... I'm having problems on this trip. I, this is more of a where were you, but I'm having problems. The the, the uh, daylight savings happened on this trip. Oh yeah, we got to talk and, about this. And uh, I wake up the next day at the hotel. No, I'm serious. We need daylight to savings talk about is this. bullshit. <laughs> it is. It's bananas. It yeah, thank you. It is ridiculous. Thank you. We, this has been our platform because it was. We're voting yeah, for VP. We're with totally them, against no daylight savings. I think we should have one time zone in the middle of the country, and everyone else should have to work around it. People on the East Coast should have to wake up in the dark. That's fine. They're very proud of how tough they are. They can handle the dark. Everyone else wakes up in the light. You know what? You know? It's fun and, to wake up in the dark. That's fine too. I like it to take showers fun to wake in, the up in the dark. Yeah, I like to make love in the dark with. I like to be in a dark room when I'm developing photographs. That's always a great place to develop film. But it is fun to wake up in the dark. Then you for sure get to yeah. see the sunrise, you yeah. know. So it reminds you that, you know, there's still time to kill. <laughs> in the dead of the night. <laughs> to eat things would make a billy goat puke. So so I wake up and they call me and they say, It's checkout, sir. And I'm like, No, it's I have an extra hour. She's like, No, it's daylight savings. <laughs> And I go, no, that's that's not that? that's 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 you give me an extra hour, a whole sour. Hey, that rhymes. Okay? Yeah, that could be your memoir. Yeah, I have a license plate made. Uh, <laughs> but I said, no, you give me an extra hour, and she's like, no, it, it's not our responsibility to you know, deal with the time thing. She said something about the time. That's and I said, funny. Let me come it's down. Not, here. It's not on us this time. And thing. so what I did is I went down to the front desk, and I had been waiting to use this line for a while, and I went down to the front desk, and I said, I lost an hour of my life thanks to your hotel you pay me you give me money really yeah <laughs> how much did you demand I just wanted an hour of my money back so you split up the nights B into the hours and then you're like give me this you give me money I think you ever I, do that when you're I would love it if you were staying in a really reasonable place so you're like I want you to give me five fucking dollars <laughs> and then because it's, it's she's like hates her life and she's the receptionist she's just like oh, Christ's sake here's five dollars and then later at night she's like kind of drunk with her roommates she's like 
Yeah, I fuck it. I bought an hour of some guy's time today for five bucks. I wish I could get that back. But you know what? We can't go back and talk. Wait a second. I do have an extra hour. She uses it to go back an hour, but it was right after you left. She's like, fuck. Yeah. Are you responsible for that extra hour? When the hour comes back to you, are you... What happens during that hour, that extra hour? Does that count, or is that sort of a Vegas thing? What happens in that hour stays in that hour. Is there a loophole there? Is there a loophole? Just look at it out of the street for a second. If you can get it done in that hour, if you can get it done, you can get it done in that hour. That hour didn't count. It was during that extra hour. That wasn't even part of it. And you know what? If you can't find the hour, it's really hard to make a case for murder. Like it's hard to prove (laughs) it. It's hard to prove that somebody killed that time. Yeah. Yeah. You can't find an hour. You don't have a case. That's what they used to yeah, say. Yeah, that's what they used to say. At the time, police. The time, police. At the yeah. time, at TPD, time, police department. Did you see me almost say time, department, police? And then my mouth was like, quiet now, TJ. Triple by your lightning round. Question one. Question one. Skis. Skis. Nordic clown shoes? I mean, you do look... Here's the thing. When you're not skiing... And I do, I do, I, do, I feel strongly about this. When, yeah. you, when you're skiing, skis look cool. They look right. cooler than snowboarders. But when you try to walk in them afterwards... Yeah, but I know there are snowboarders yeah. in here, but if you're not skiing in skis, if you're walking, you look much dumber than any clown <laughs> has ever looked. And all the skiers sort of pretend it's okay. Like, no one... Really, we shall openly laugh at each other. We're like, look how stupid he looks when he's walking, and you're still, you look like an idiot. Everyone should be yelling at each other, making fun. It looks ridiculous. It does. They should, they should, we've made so many advances. We have a hybrid car, we have all these things. Mm-hmm. Why can't they make skis that sort of, as you walk, they bend with you so they look like cool long shoes? Yeah. I'm wearing my long shoes. Yeah, yeah, I'm wearing my long robot shoes. That's what it looked like. But instead, you look like a goddamn asshole. Meanwhile, meanwhile, these people in the uh, in the snowboards. You ever seen these people take one of their? Yeah, that's like a ski. That's like a ski with a fat lip. (laughs) When somebody's trying to walk with a snowboard and they keep it attached to one of their feet, I mean, there's not a you can't invent a worse situation in which to walk. That's just just a plank to the one side of your foot. You can't walk straight. You can't walk inside. It always becomes this, like, hopping sadness. But they're the snowboarders, so they're trying to look cool, so they've got, like, cool goggles and a hat, and they're like, hey, man. In their mind, they're like, at any moment, I will fall. At any moment. How many skiers do we have here? By applause. By applause. And how many snowboarders? Okay, so it's back to the movie. I, I feel like it's time for a, a Camp David uh, between these two parties. Uh, I think there needs to be some kind of uh, uh, peace talks. I, I gotta, I gotta say that I've lost faith in humanity. If skiers and snowboarders can't get along, I don't know how we can have any faith for any faith that humanity will survive. Part of the problem is, is that the, the skiers, we were like, how many people are skiers? Several people just sort of raised their hand. Yeah. Uh, woohoo, over here. Yeah. Yeah. And then the snowboarders, you're like, how many people snowboard? They're like, Wait, I ski. I'm so hot. Yeah. So I don't think we have an accurate representation. Okay, okay. so that wasn't accurate. Triple banger, lightning round. Question Question two. two. Question two. Gondola. I'm not getting ondola. Let me offola. Or who's rowing this thing? 
you know, come to a... <laughs> going to a... If one day they're here to a... And the next day they're gone to a... <laughs> You ever been to Yonderland? No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Um, yeah, that was written. We'll all these, uh, all these bangers. Everything that was written for this show uh, was thought of on a ski lift. Uh, was it? I just found out we were doing this yesterday. What do you think? And thank you guys so yeah, much for thank coming. Thank you for coming out late notice. Appreciate all the listeners keeping with us. Yeah. Sometimes because of scheduling, we, we're going to go in and out. Having, but if you stick with us, we'll stick with you. Yeah. And by that I mean we'll put epoxy on our bodies and epoxy on yours, <laughs> and we'll and we'll use adhesives to bind ourselves, and then we'll look even weirder than a snowboarder when we walk. <laughs> <laughs> Do people glue themselves together after death? That seems like a loving gesture. <laughs> You said, like us, not only to be in the same coffin, but we should be glued together. There, you know, there was a time in the uh, early 1600s where <laughs> that was very prevalent. Where actually, uh, if, if uh, two spouses, you know, a husband and wife died at different times, they died at the same time, then at death they would be glued together. Yeah. But if one of them died early, it was the responsibility of the living spouse to have the cadaver glued to them. And they had to walk around and sort of, you know, this is my dead husband, Harold. And that's how snowboarding started. <laughs> that first person glued his spouse to his foot. You know, I, she she was decomposing. I had to. I, I had took to her stay to, active. I took her what to an arctic circle. <laughs> I, took her I got her some fry sauce, <laughs> which is ketchup and like mayonnaise put together, and they have it made for you because no one could ever do that themselves. <laughs> I mean, who could be smart enough to mix those together? But I took her to an Arctic Circle. She was dead, you know, super glued to me. And I, we went to lay out on the on a hill. It was a, it was a very snowy day. We laid down. I had a picnic prepared, you know, for me, apples, a little bit of brie, uh, for, my, for my dead husband, just formaldehyde. And, uh, and you know, I remember I, I, started, I leaned over to kiss kiss him because he you know he still smells terribly but I love him and we sort of tumbled over and I slid down but on top of him all the way down to the bottom of a chairlift and I thought my god this is snowboarding <laughs> and that's how it's invented but there were always chairlifts did you know that those were never invented they've been here since the dawn of time that's true yeah, they used to be much bigger when they were dinosaurs mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had the little guard railing that came very close because the Tyrannosaurus Rex you know, they, yeah. can't, they can't even reach the they little... They can't reach the guardrail. <laughs> if they can't reach it, buddy, they can fall. And if they fall, that's dino trouble. <laughs> I, I, as I said that, I was sitting outside of my body looking at me being like, why did you say that? <laughs> that's dino trouble? You need to be in jail. The jokes are... Uh, excuse our dust. The jokes are under construction? Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, you're going to... Excuse gonna, our construction. We're under dust. You're going to read that... You're going to rebuild that joke from the ground up. You I know, can see you're going to... So, yeah, sometimes... You're going to refurbish that joke. Yeah, you're... Excuse our... Excuse our construction. We're under dust. And when you're under dust, put on a dirt tie. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> We're under dust. No. We're trapped under the dust. Please finish the construction and find us. If you can find us, 
We're under construction. <laughs> Dust off the haters. <laughs> she says that in some airport. Dust off the haters. We're under construction. That's, a, that's what a cool airport would say. Denver should be like, hey, dust off the haters. We're under construction. <laughs> Trooping your lightning round. Question three, question three. Now, Utah, uh, the slogan here is uh, greatest snow on earth. Yeah. Right? Greatest yeah. snow on earth. So, uh, greatest... <laughs> greatest snow on earth. What happened the other half of yeah. yeah. Greatest snow on earth. A shot across Siberia's bow or pulling the Hitler card with Antarctica? <laughs> I mean, those are fighting words. There's a lot of places with snow. But you guys are so cocky, you're like, no, this is great snow on Earth. We've sampled all the snow. The other snow is bullshit. It's our snow that's the best. Yeah, there's a lot of snow in the I think world. it's the Hitler card with Antarctica. I think they're pulling the Hitler card. Oh, I see. Yeah, I couldn't understand any... It's a Siberian any, slap on the face. Any piece of that. Yeah, but look, a... Sh- a sl- the a shot sh- across Siberia's bow... Okay, well, that is a strange marine metaphor. Okay, which is impenetrable to me, but continue. Or pulling the Hitler card with Antarctica. Okay, and even that. You're assuming that I anticipate that Antarctica is like a personification that you could be like, I'm going to pull the Hitler card on you, but it's a country or an area. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it now. Okay. I think it's I think it's the bow one. Okay. For now. I've got more. I don't I don't I've got more than I need. Utah, Arizona's party hat. Hey, hey, there ain't much under that hat if you know what I'm saying. Arizona's stupid and racist. That's not necessarily true. It is. Utah. How about this? Utah, waging war on pepper since 1847? Utah. Utah. Colorado with a chip in its shoulder? Hold on. Think about it geographically. How about this? Colorado. Low sodium Utah? (laughs) Low sodium... It's not as tasty, but it also doesn't make you as thirsty after that. Utah, Idaho's potato chip. Oh, yeah, salt and vinegar. See, you guys, you guys are upset. Oh, you can't, you know what? You can't mix vinegar with oil or water. Nevada, Nevada, Utah's dirty little secret. (laughs) All of Nevada. Utah's like, hey, don't look now, but part of Utah is fucking going nuts. Hey, whatever happens there, you keep it down here, but whatever happens in Utah, you can take it wherever you want. Utah, take whatever experiences you had into the rest of your life. It's the opposite of Vegas. It's the opposite. What happens in Utah... You can be heard about and known anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what happens in Utah stays in Utah, but no one leaves Utah, so it's a whole different thing. It is a whole different thing. Yeah. Utah. What, what is it to Florida? What is Utah? That's just your state slogan. Utah. What do we mean to Florida? 
And I was so... Florida, Florida State's slogan is, where are we? We're, we got drunk last night with Washington, D.C., and we don't know where the fuck we are. Florida, where did I leave my pants? Florida, is Louisiana about to tighten its anus? It would be like pinching off a piece of shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Triple banger laying around auxiliary style. Auxiliary style. I want to apologize to everyone in Florida. Triple banger auxiliary round. Bring them. You know, as in bring them young. Bring them. Bring them. Name that never caught on or the next decade's Jack. (laughs) You think it's going to cut, you know, bring them? You think it's It's hard to spell. Yeah, it is. B R I N G H A M. No way. Fuck you. <laughs> what do you mean, no end? Oh, yeah? How many Brigham's you know? Because I know two, and they both got ends. So if you got any other Brigham's, then bring them, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, look, there's some people over here. I can do it for them. Hey! <laughs> Those are my people. You're saying that mine is I turn and I yell at the top of my lungs. Yeah, and I went, hey! What happened to the other half of my piggly egg? You turn and go, yay! There's only three of them. i got to tone it down a little. You do, but I think you can do it. Plus, they can see over me, right? Why don't you use the Mackie Sasser? Someone brought me a Mackie Sasser card. Uh, It's the nicest gift ever. It's a signed Mackie Sasser card. If Mackie Mackie were alive, I think he'd really appreciate this. You know, I... I mean, so you could do a little Mackie Sasser thing over there, right? Yeah, like, you know, Mackie. Um, this is what Mackie Sasser looks like. That's it. You're just going to hold up and go, Mackie. Hey, can we get in a little sassier? Can we get the Mackie can a little Can you guys sassier? zoom in? Can you guys zoom in with your eyes? Your eyeballs? Some people are actually making... People only do that with cameras, but you're like, can you, can you make your eyes zoom in? So you can see Mackie. Um, it's, I was very touched. When people bring gifts, it's very touching, isn't it? Well, he was very touchy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, he said, here, this is yours, and then he was kind of holding on to your thighs. That's true. He went around back to your ankles, and he said, whew, buddy, these are like smaller thighs. My ankles, I call those, I call them my, uh, my leg wrists. Is, my lower true. leg wrists. You know what I realized yesterday? <laughs> you know, and big, big hips, no tits, or big tits, no hips. Buddy, hips are just leg shoulders. <laughs> They are, they are leg shoulders, that's true. Imagine those little leg shoulders. That, and I want to talk about practical living in the modern age. If you're a person that gets cold shoulders, right? Yeah. You know, you maybe people give you the cold shoulder a lot, or you okay. introduce your shoulders get yep. cold. I'm inventing a long sleeve shirt that is shoulderless. So it's, it's the just full true. shirt, but there's holes right here and here to just let your shoulders breathe. Is it called the torso cummerbund? Yeah, it is. It's almost like a torso cummerbund with... Tiny uh, cut-off fingerling, not fingerling potatoes, but homeless person. Not homeless person, but hobo. 1920s hobo gloves on each of your arms and a fucking torso cover. I miss the era where you were just wearing a barrel around town. I used to wear a barrel because if you get TJ tired... TJ only wore a barrel when I first met him. If you get tired... If you get tired and you're wearing a yeah. barrel, you just lay down on your side and let your destination come to you. <laughs> I'm T.J. Miller, barrel wearer. <laughs> Daddy rolled home for Christmas. 
my uh, God. Let's move it along to a, a section we like to affectionately call Where Were You? And uh, when you were in wherever you are now, where were you? I was uh, I was in Sundance. You're not now. You didn't even say anything. You just turned. And, not, nor, you I feel a bond with us three now. You didn't say Mackie, nor did you go. Ah, you just turned to them. You guys, I hear. I'll do, uh, you want I love it when a couple wears stripes that are not synchronized perfectly, like, but they're stripes nonetheless. We have. Like, That's the thing is, you're, they're kind of saying, "Look, hey, we're 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 asymmetrical, but we're not opposites. But buddy, we still attract." That's right. <laughs> those two, those two are perfect. I like it. Okay, so where were you? I was, you, in, I was in Salt Lake. We're in Salt Lake. We're in Salt Lake now. You were traveling. I was, in, yeah, I was in Salt Lake City a while ago during the summer. Yeah, I really like it up there in Sundance. And I went up. I uh, gosh, I didn't want to bring this up, and obviously, you know, most of my humor is pretty. I believe obvious. this may hurt a little bit. Ouch! I know. It's, I'll just say that in advance. Ouch! Ugh, that smarts. Ladies, take a break. <laughs> Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Ouch. <laughs> a little boo-boo down below. Ouch. Fellas, you know what I mean when I say ouch. Hurt. Hurt this wheel, I assume. Gosh. That's exactly where I like it. <laughs> Time for the closure. <laughs> Dirty Yoda. We, we, you've, I think, we, don't we all want to hear the Yoda bit to yeah! close the show? At some point. At some point. Anyway, I was going to say, yeah, really, come on. I'm so sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Cash gets worried about the equipment. He's very specific, and we're lucky for that. I'm very specific about getting recorded. He has recorded. five, as you can see, he has five different recording devices, but I think that's, it's for you, the listener. Anyway, what I was going to say, and I, I, I know some of my humor can be kind of obtuse, and people ask how autobiographical it is, but the last time I was in Salt Lake City, I was actually in Sundance, and I fucked in a labyrinth. And, uh, just hear me out on this one, please. Would you just hear me out on this one, please? Could you just hear me out on this one, please? Got another scotch and soda? I'm telling the labyrinth story, Dad. <laughs> but seriously, Dad, can I? Um, so I had I had sexual intercourse in a labyrinth, which is a maze. A lot of people don't realize this. A labyrinth can be a maze with different components. Usually, a maze is you know all one thing. It's a hedge, a corn maze, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not a pun. I do a lot of puns on the show. Am I you know M A I Z? Obviously, not a corn maze, but. <laughs> Understand what I'm saying when I say that you know a labyrinth can be all different types of components. It can be stone, it can be hedges, it can be you know horn or maze, whatever it is. I was in a labyrinth, and it was I found my way to have sexual intercourse in the labyrinth with my wife. Here's the thing, though: we started in the same place in the labyrinth, and then we both traveled together through the labyrinth. Hoping to find one another, never leaving each other's side, until we got to a place in the labyrinth that seemed safe enough to have sex. And then we had sex in that area of the labyrinth, and then we left. And that's kind of what we did in, you know, in Sundance. Not the film festival, but the, that area. And it was, it, was a, it was a nice thing, because you can really find yourself... Both sexually and literally in a labyrinth. This sounds a lot more fun than the Sundance I've experienced, uh, where I found out that I'm not at Sundance. I think it's important. I think it's important to also note that it was a rock labyrinth. 
So it was just it was just rocks on a on the ground in a circle. We could step through whatever. Ultimately, I just fucked on a circle of stones. You had sex on a sundial, uh. and and that was the only the second time I ever had intercourse. On a labyrinth. The only other time was I had sexual intercourse. I, sh- I showed, I showed a woman all my DVD collection, and it so impressed her that we just fell into each other's arms and we started really going at it. And uh, one of the DVDs happened to be David Bowie's masterpiece, which had handsome film Labyrinth. So that was the first time that I fucked on a labyrinth. But I do have a very impressive DVD collection. Not an impressive genitalia, but the DVD collection. <laughs> Sister Christian. Good night. <laughs> I'm trying to kind of get one like the daddy came home for Christmas. Yeah. Sister Christian, good night. We can check that off the list. That's a no-go. It's a trial by elimination. Yeah. Excuse, excuse our dust. We are under construction. Um, I, I, Salt Lake City has always meant a lot to me. The first time, now let me just say, I want to say, where were you? I, I wanted to. Where were you? Well, I was here. I was, I was here about, I don't know, ten years ago. I came here for the first time. And, and by the way, this is this is really my favorite club in the country. These wise guys clubs. I've got a couple. Of, seriously, um, the, uh, unbelievable. The owner key stuffs is like made sure that that it's really a great place for comedians to perform and feel safe. And there's very few places left like that in the country. A lot it's of not, they're clubs. not trying to like. Uh, I mean, the food's good, but they're not. It's not a restaurant where the comedians are in the background, uh, you know, uh, dancing around trying to keep people's attention. It's yeah. it's really based on trying to be the greatest space for a performer. It was also the first place I ever uh, had anybody sort of say, "Hey, we think you're really funny," and uh, and it's the last. And I. Uh, <laughs> say you're right. You said that yeah. this is a place where comedians can really feel safe. And the truth is, a lot of you don't know this, but at a lot of comedy clubs nationwide, there's been sort of a trend, and that is that they put someone an armed, someone with a gun who doesn't have a license for the gun in the comedy club somewhere and they, they threaten the comedian. They say there's someone yeah. in here with a gun yeah. and they, they may kill you. And so you're in, your, you're yeah. in the comedy club, you're trying to get in a headspace where you're funny, where you're, where you're yeah. saying, what happened to that and then, then there'll be somebody, you know. And there's a the guy with an armed guy, and then there's a there's a bar. It's and like Keith on the ski Steph lift. Does not do that. Yeah, right? there's a ski lift bar that comes across uh, the stage, and it doesn't make you feel safe at all. Not at uh, all. There's a chandelier above some of these comedy clubs above the stage. It's barely, it's hang on just by, by a little bit, and then they make you put on a half mask when you perform under the damn thing. Jesus Christ, that fucking that, that goddamn chandelier comes down on my head while I'm performing in a half mask. Six months later, I'm already healed. I'm still having phantom pains. You understand? So, so anyway. Uh, we love, these, <laughs> we, we love these clubs, but I was uh, at this particular club many years ago when I first did it, and I had never been to Salt Lake before, and I, I was very excited, because you know I'm a swimmer. So the first day, summertime, <laughs> put on my swim trunks, I said, I'm going to go down to the beach, uh, I had a rental car, I maybe I'll meet some girls, uh, maybe hang out, uh, maybe I'll go uh, uh, swimming, and maybe see how far if I can swim across the lake. Uh, I wasn't sure, uh, but I'm really excited about this salt lake. And I got down there, and that lake, that lake is the well, that lake is the biggest piece of shit body of water in the country. They should pave over the damn thing. Do you agree? And they should have. 
Why do you all Because you can't do a damn thing on it. You can't swim it. What, what good is a lake? The word lake, for me, <laughs> means I get to swim. Yeah. Not... I mean, there's nothing to do on that lake except lie in the sand and cry. And, That's true. You know? Well, so what is it? If you guys, if you swim in it, does it hurt your eyes? You can't even put it underneath. You shave your legs, your face. Your face. What if you shave swim. your legs, your face, your head? What? You said you can still body? swim? No, you just don't swim. You just don't swim. Oh, well, maybe you could have fucking told me that. Because I jumped in and I was like, this is not water. This is like uh, porridge. Has anyone tr- is it- it's a porridge lake. You can't sink. You just float on you, the top. You float yeah. on the top, it, and, and that's not fun. That's oh. fun. Yeah, because- float on the top. Has anyone tried to commit suicide by giving themselves a lot of paper cuts and then jumping? <laughs> you ever that's, try that? That's, 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 the, that's the Salt Lake suicide. Well, my, my issue would be, yeah. how does it affect your vagina and your urethra? You're pulling brine shrimp out all day. You're pulling what? Brine shrimp. What out of f- your vagina? What the, wait, what the fuck is that? Did you say... Sea monkey. Wait, wait. Uh, you know what? Both those things don't come up a lot in California or Colorado. So I'm going to ask real quick. What is brine... Shrimp. Brine shrimp. Yeah. And that is a term that you guys use for clusters of salt. No, little tiny shrimp. Yeah, and they actually crawl up your uh, pee hole? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> those are small. You yeah. Can't get under the water. yeah, you know what? Because the what? circumference of my pee hole just are you isn't telling that large. Me, are you telling me if you go swimming in Salt Lake City, for which the city, Salt Lake City, was named, right. that you get shrimp, shrimp in your dick? A shrimp will crawl up You know what? Piece. They should get rid of that fucking yeah. love. That's, what, that's pretty much how this all started. Yeah. It, it, they really need to get rid of the lake. They should pave over it and have a... a uh, have, a, have races or something on it. What, what is this? Those are what they look like. The These are the brine shrimp. Well, you know what? Of course. Now, that's a picture of a vagina right there. <laughs> wow, that was sort of inappropriate. Of course, of course, they're crawling up. Have I been having sex with brine shrimp? That's, of course, they're crawling up there. They're called. Thank you. They, we named them brine shrimp. <laughs> you know, they can't get any action with their yeah, own species. That's true. They don't have a lot of self respect. Hey, what's your name? My name's Brine. Brine shrimp. <laughs> And then the other, the other shrimp were like, what? And like, my name's Brian Shrimp. And like, did you say your name is Blind Shrimp? Like, no, Brian Shrimp. And they're like, don't, don't make fun, don't make funny accents. That's, that's offensive. It's, it's terrible. They smell terrible? Well, they've been stuck inside someone's pee hole. So it's not going to make things smell better. Hey, whenever, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's move along to essential questions. What do you think? Of human nature? Essential questions of human nature? Yeah? Essential questions of human What did happen to the other half of my pickle, though? That's the, that's my unauthorized autobiography. What did happen to the other half of that pickle? Um, this is this is uh, going to feel a little bit more like a triple banger, but uh, I just wanted to ask you this. Uh, it's about trail mix. Um, oh, God. Which of these would have been the best advertisement for uh, trail mix? Uh, trail mix. M&M's and a bunch of stuff you don't want to eat. I think even M&M's and a bunch of stuff. Goat food. Now with M and M's. 
Just, oh my like, god. Even the goats wouldn't eat trail mix <laughs> without the M&M's. The M&M's are the only reason. Do you think M&M's are slumming it to be? <laughs> They're slumming it with the trail mix. They should not be doing the trail mix. The M&M's oh, are above that. Let, You're that, above that. That is so funny. Goat, goat food. Now imagine that their slogan. Trail mix. Goat food. Now with M&M's. And I'll say you're right. I don't think they're slumming it, but they shouldn't put they shouldn't put the M and M's in it. You yeah. shouldn't because all you want is all you want. That's how sad we are as like animals. We're just like, okay, I can't have the thing that we made that's so delicious. But if I mix it with a bunch of shit that goats eat, <laughs> then you're just hunting for the M and M's. It's such a sad plight, and you're like hiking, being like, if I hike enough. It's okay that there are M&M's yeah. in this bag of twigs and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking tin cans. And bark and stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what it Tree is. Bark. Tree it's bark. It's the ultimate shell game. Dead snowboard husband? It is. It's the ultimate. Pieces of a man. Pieces of a man that was glued to your foot. <laughs> You can't snowboard on him any longer because his edges have worn off. You have to have him sharpened or you have to eat him in your trail mix. I never said super You glued. said that. No, super glued to your foot. That would be so disrespectful. If in the 1600s your wife is like, my husband died. And I'm like, we got a glue him to you. Where do you want him? She's like, put him under my foot. Put him on my foot. <laughs> Put him under my foot. I'm gonna fucking. It's the Nordic clown shoe. Um, yeah, I mean, I, okay. So I just think it's the ultimate shell game. I, even even the name is a cop out. Trail mix. You know, it's like here's some uh, shit we found on the trail. Uh, eat it. You know, it's like we, we we said it's gonna suck. Trail mix. Yeah, and what is like? There's no like road mix. Yeah, like road, like like sidewalk mix. Sidewalk mix is just like mostly M and M's, then a couple of those delicious chips from the Giordani's or whatever. What is it, Giordani's or something? Gar- what is it, Giordani's? Gardettos? Yeah, Gardettos. You know how Gard- Gardettos is just... In Gardettos. Gardettos is the trail mix, but instead of the M&M, there's just that one little chip. The little curved, kind of bigger chip. Man, that sweet chip. Maybe he's eating pretzel sticks and fucking garbage. And like, pretty soon, my chip's coming up. My chip. And then when you're done and you're looking at it and there's no chips, you just fucking set it on fire. And you throw it in the face of a child you don't like. But those Gardettos, I wish they... Yeah, I, my, my perfect, my, like, rainbow trail mix, like, in the Mario Kart thing, just, like, like this, my Sky Bridge to Heaven mix would just be M&M's and those little Gardettos chips. And I'm just fucking eating those things on my way to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God's up there, and he's, like, up here. All we have is the Gardettos chips and M&M's. That's all you eat. It does make you have a set. And there is a weird thing, which is you have to have wings and you have to carry a harp. And I know it seems cool at first, but after an eternity of it, it's awful. And we understand that, but it's part of the deal. The best thing you can do is try and request a smaller harp every year. But, buddy, trust me when I say everyone does that. So it's a lottery. (laughs) One guy, you know, you get to a point, maybe if you're lucky, you just have a mouth harp. So, you know, you can have that, you can keep it in your mouth. It's hard to talk, but it's better than a big-ass hug. And you got to have wings, but everyone's got them. So I just got to tell you, for the first year or two, you'll turn around, 
you know, and you'll forget you got the wings, so you're knocking over other people's harps and shit. And uh, don't fuck with the skinheads up there. They jump you in, which means they fuck you to get in the game. T.J. Miller, ladies and gentlemen. T.J., a lot of people don't realize that was uh, T.J.'s audition for the Mucinet commercials. A little more elaborate than they had hoped for, but he got the part because he was really stuffed up that day. I was, and afterwards, they were like, God, I, his audition was a little weird. He, he did sound kind of nasally, though, but that harp stuff really freaked us I out. Go, Isn't that funny, though, that they hired me for Musinex because they're like, yeah, you, you always sound like you're sick. <laughs> like, even when you're not, even when you're doing well, it looks like you're doing terribly. <laughs> like, you know when someone comes into work and they're like... <clears throat> <laughs> and you're like, why? You're like, hey, how are you feeling? And in your mind, you're like, go fuck, go home. Why are you here? You're gonna get every single person here sick. That person all the time is me. Like I constantly call my parents. And I'm like, hey, mother, how are you? And she's like, oh my god, are you okay? Was something killed around you? And I was like, yeah, all the humor in the room when I said that. I think, what if, what if, maybe Eminem should advertise themselves differently. Maybe Eminem should just write Eminem's uh, without the trail mix. I like that. Like, Eminem's yeah. now without the fucking trail mix. Without the distraction. Eminem's okay. now, not just for goats. Eminem's, goats can eat us too. Yeah. I do like Eminem's being like, Eminem's, we're what you really want in trail mix. <laughs> M&M's, we own Trail Mix. Why not own us? What, what happened there at the end? At the beginning of that, I'm like, this is it, man. This is the one that's going to do it for you. And then it, it ended up yeah, with okay. and M&M's telling its consumers, why not own us? Uh, here's another us. one. Here's another one. Just have us uh, in your possession. Here, here's another one. Um... Yeah, these guys are great. We got to do uh, the front sections also. We just both of us at one time will go, well, let's both snap like this yeah. way. Go. And then go. Yeah, That's in good. the arsenal. Pretty good. This is a Tuesday night. This is amazing. We're so, we're so, amazing. We're so thankful you came. We're really, uh, but without you here, it would be like most of our podcasts. It's just me and TJ and alone we, we, we in the hotel thank, room. We want to thank all of you for coming. The whir of the AC in the background. The whir. It's always whirring. Uh, we want to thank those of you that came out here on a Tuesday night. And also, we want to thank some of you that uh, came out tonight because you thought it was Wednesday. Yeah. And the people who thought they were coming to Sundance. Because uh, I advertise that, too. Here's another food topic. Tapas. Spanish for not enough food. <laughs> Who's ever fattened up on tapas? It's like it's a cop out. It's like a restaurant's way of saying we're not going to feed you anything right now. You want some tapas? No, I don't fucking want some tapas. Whole sour. It's sort of bring me some food. It sort of is Spanish for appetizers. Yeah. Okay, well, appetizers are stupid, too, then. I want to eat. If I'm, no, I'm sorry, if I'm, if I'm hungry, I want to eat. What the fuck did you just say? I just said appetizers Appetizers are, are stupid? Yeah. Are you out of your goddamn mind? You're telling me jalapeno poppers, nachos, and hold on a motherfucking second, mozzarella sticks are stupid? They're 
times. Yeah, I want more of them. That's fine. Have them as a meal. I, I've, been, I've been at the bees before. They never bring you enough of them. That's what I'm saying. They don't bring you enough of them. I'm not denigrating the, 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 the taste of those those foods you just named, but we need more of them. I, it's, it's a cop-out uh, appetizer. No, 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 but nobody, just, wa- nobody wants to not... eat a full portion. You go to a restaurant. Oh, yeah, you go no, to the I bees. Do. I do. Well, here's what I'm saying. You go, you go to the bees, and you're like, I can get an entree, or I get the mozzarella sticks, I get the chicken tenders, and I get the jalapeno poppers. You put it all together, it's a smorgasbord. Here's the problem. <laughs> you, they've got to be in small portions, because think how weird and disgusting it would be if you're like so that uh, excuse me and what is the special oh it's a, uh, it's cod okay oh that sounds terrible I'm not gonna get that is it good no it's awful alright perfect um, okay and then I just wanna know what is your soup of the day minstrati I have no idea thank you I'm not gonna ask you to describe it cause I don't wanna look like a fucking idiot and then uh, one more question in the appetizer section you have a mozzarella sticks is that available as an entree <laughs> Can you do that? Would you be able to do like, you know, 12, 20 mozzarella sticks? Just bring me a goddamn bowl of marinara sauce. And I'll sit here just chewing on sticks like a fucking maniac. Yeah, so but you can't get the full portion. You can, though. They even named a restaurant after chicken wings were considered an appetizer. And now they, they have a, people have accepted the fact that they want to eat chicken wings like as a meal. Like where? And I see that as progress. Wait, BW3s? Ah, shit, he's got me there. You know what? He just pulled the Buffalo Wild Wings card. Hey, guys, I think it might be time for a new section. Uh, a lot of people aren't that familiar with it. It's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's a working title. Um, it's called uh, Tweedalize. Uh, that's what some people like to call Until it. Until they think of a better um, name for it. This is Tweedalize. Now, there's, there's other people that call it different things, you know, things like a, Hey, now, hey, now, don't tweet it over. If you're just now tuning in, Ashley is singing some indecipherable song, (laughs) roughly to the tune of the original song and replacing the word tweet. Occasionally. Sometimes. Some other people have different names for it. Some people call it every time you go away. You take a piece of tweet with you. If you're just turning in right now, he's really stretching Every for the tweet, for the word of the song that sounds like tweet. If you're just turning in now, classical rock doesn't even sound like the word that you are doing on. Tuning in now, Cash Lovey is closer than he's ever been with this one. Sweet, sweet sounds a lot like tweet. If you're just tuning in now, just tuning in now, Cash Lovey is starting to lose his mind. I read the secrets that you tweet. If you're just, if you've been tuning in for a while, you're wondering how much longer will this go? You know, there's one guy that requests, I think it was, I believe it was Jonas Polsky. If you're just tuning in now, Cash is now introducing the next version of uh, Tweetalize that he's going to sing. Got you, <laughs> telling me the things you want to do for me. He had an opportunity there to say tweet, but he did not take it. 
You don't know me. You're just tuning in now. I'm saying this is not a part of the song. Just tuning in now. You've just found out that Nash Levy is a Benjamin Button. He's made his way back to infancy. Because he has the same affliction that Benjamin Button says. We just tell you now, he's about to turn an into a shy shy. <laughs> Taking it to the tweets. Um, working title, Tweetalize. And uh, I, uh, I wanted to read one of your tweets. You're very profound. Oh. Uh, that, that's powerful. <laughs> If I were a politician, I'd make people do that. It, feel, it feels good, though, that we snapped, you know, towards... I'd do that with my wife, right. you know. He's it feels more like a four tops yeah. moment, you know? Yeah, That was great. Let's let's break it up and do this, and then we'll cross... We'll, we'll do cross... We'll cross do that, crowd, right? Yeah, now right. or... Uh, you're going to surprise him with this. Yeah. Uh, here's something you wrote, and I really... <laughs> it's not surprising yet. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Good. Um, you wrote this, and I, you're so profound in your tweets. I really admire that about you. <laughs> That was uh, a fucking uh, disaster. Listen to what TJ wrote. This is amazing. A few days ago, he wrote, uh, When you're young, you see buildings. As you get older, you see rentals and houses. Then, when you're older still, you recognize architecture. You know, and that's so profound. You know, like here's another one. Like he's so profound sometimes. A day later, yeah, he wrote. True. A day later, he wrote, and snarfing is when you sneeze and barf at the same time. So both are true. So <laughs> profound. <laughs> things I've never considered. Here's the thing: it's two things that no one ever thought of necessarily, and that is that. Remember when you're walking around, you're a kid, you're like ten, you're like fifteen, something. You're just walking around. You just see like these buildings. They're just a background for whatever it is that you think is important or where you're going or whatever. Then you're in your like 20s and you look at something and you go, I wonder how much that rent is or must cost this. Oh, this is a nice area. You start to see sort of what you're renting, what you're paying for. And then you get older still and it's just you've been beaten down by that middle section. Hopefully you start to walk by things and be like, wow, it's pretty amazing that human beings were able to build that building or this office. Or that house, you know, that's, or look at the, they didn't have to make that aspect of the architecture, but they did because we like arts and arts are our only weapon against the tragedy of our own existence. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. You know, and the other thing people don't, they don't, they haven't talked about is, what if you do, what if you sneeze so hard that you get a little phlegm kind of in your throat, you know, that happens. And then you, you sort of start choking and you puke as you're sneezing, but the, the barf comes at the exact same time as the sneeze. So you're actually sneezing barf out of your nose at a rate. No, no, what are you, what is this? Oh, oh, oh. You know what's sad is, oh, you haven't thought about the people that this has happened to. Stop. And how isolating and alienated they feel because of this experience, because they've You're snarfed. pulling the curtain open. You're, you're lifting the, yeah, okay. the hey, taboo. Have you ever snarfed? Have you snarfed? I don't believe I you ever have. Met, you ever met a person who snarfed? You ever met someone who said to you, hey, 
one time I sneezed so hard I barfed. Or one time I barfed so hard I sneezed. Have you ever had that happen? Generally would not Generally generally would not happen. Yeah, I wouldn't date a girl that did that. I uh... There's like a girl. There's certain things. I like a girl that could, if she laughs, she could chortles. Chortling's funny. That's a good one. Kind uh, of a. <laughs> 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 like that. <laughs> exactly like that. I like a girl that does this. Right? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Pu. <laughs> That's always a good one. I like yeah. a girl that. What if a girl, when she laughs, she uh, she she armpit farts? Do you feel like that's... that's you know what? Yeah, I would be okay with that, because, hey, when we're in bed and I make her giggle, I just throw my finger in between her pit and her fucking palm, and it is silent city. It is silent city. I mean, if you could even begin to approach the idea of how much that makes sense to me but doesn't to you, then I would be you, you would be me, and it would all be exactly as it is. Get it? If she's throwing the fart pit, if she's got her arm in there, she's going at it, right? Spring chicken style. Yeah. You throw your finger in between the pit and the palm, there's no noise anymore. Uh, it's motherfucking silence. It's, it's, the, it's, the it's the fart pit blocker technique? It's the old FPB. Uh. The Fart Police Department. <laughs> that is a callback to a time that none of us remember. <laughs> you also wrote, uh, be conservative about the ways you conserve. Sure, conserve water, but don't recycle all the time. Take long showers, but burn <laughs> trash publicly. <laughs> I feel like you're helping people with your tweets. I, I you reach really, a lot of people. See, I don't have my you know, That's okay. It's fine. Um, but I, I'm really, I'm proud of you. You know, and a lot of people don't come on the show because I ask the hard-hitting questions. I don't you know do. if you, you ask the questions uh, nobody How many of you here are not, answer. you're not, you've never heard the show before? How many, how many of you have not heard the newcomers? show okay. <laughs> I have not right. heard it. Well, we, we, we call ourselves. Do you hear it now because you didn't hear yeah. it last night? <laughs> yeah, you're now officially in the 12 and a half. There's 12 and a half listeners. Woo! And uh, uh, actually, I don't know how to tell you this, but someone the other day was, uh, telling me, I don't know who he was, but I met him, and he's like, oh, I love your, your podcast, it's great. And I'm like, oh, I'm so flattered of this, thank you. And he's like, yeah, it's... it's you said you're so what? He's like... I, he's you like, said you're so flattered he said, I said I'm so flattered. Oh, okay, I thought you said flattered, which is no. you're flattered and proud. <laughs> no, it's like, I, I might have said flatterpus, which is uh, a platypus that, flatterpus. That, that, that's really has an Don't, ego problem. Yeah, I say that sometimes. Don't be such a flatterpus. Yeah. That's when somebody's like kind of pouty, but also really complimentary. <laughs> So, so this guy goes, I, I love your podcast. It's, it's so funny. I'm like, oh, that's great. Are you on the 12 and a half? He's like, yeah, I didn't hear that episode. Uh, and then I knew he wasn't really a, a listener. Not part of the 12 not, and a half. Not yeah. part of it. So I killed him. I stabbed him to death. I stabbed, yes, thank you. That's an applause break right there. I actually stabbed him to death with a, uh, with a spork. And uh, yeah, I like to kill people with sporks. Uh, Is a spork okay. a fork that's becoming a spoon or a spoon that's slowly withering away into a fork what do you think I you know I think the latter I think the latter 
I met someone. Yeah. I met someone who said, you know, I actually am the the twelve and a half. And I said, well, you can't be all of them. Said, no, no, I'm the twelfth and the half. She said, <laughs> and I said, how can that possibly be? And she said, look, hey, you know, are you a skier or a snowboarder? <laughs> and I was like, why? And she was like, because you're a snowboarder. You don't understand. I consider me and my dead husband one and a half people. Now, let's hit the slopes. I like yours better. It's more sincere. Fuck! So listen, we're gonna let's, let's we're do gonna one, move along. Oh, just yeah. to be helpful, okay. I, I think this is important because okay. it's we're not. This is about us. It's not mm-hmm. about you guys. It's not about just the two of us. Yeah. It's about all of us. It's about a community of people so I think that we understand should, a weird language. And, yeah, we should have one that's for us. So we'll okay. sort of maybe it's a double snap and we point at each other and then we have to kind of cheer. Woo! Well, you point at me also, and I'll do the same thing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. A lot of bonding's happening tonight. Because, as you know, uh, TJ's leaving uh, the country for a little while, and, uh, and I'm going to be traveling a bit. So this may be our last episode for a, a, a little bit. We'll see. You know, and uh, for, that happens once in a while. Too, I know, but you we're guys doing are our best. People. But it's tough to fly to different countries and do the show. Um, I'm actually going to be uh, in Dubai. You know, I, I mean, I'll do my best to try to find other guests. Uh, so far, I haven't had a lot of luck with that. you can. I mean, I, you know, and I apologize to everybody that scheduling kind of gets. We would love to do a podcast every single week. It's just yeah. the issue right now is I'm going to Dubai, and I'm in the black market. I'm selling my shoulderless long tights. <laughs> I'm doing it for the women who deserve to be able to express their shoulders, yeah. how they want to express them. Yeah, I think that's fucking important. Exactly. We're going to move it along to the uh, Practical Living in a Modern Age. That's our uh, Practical Living in a Modern Age. And thank you. The <laughs> cute guy just left. He's just like, fuck it, this. You know what, though? i got to tell you. Sometimes, more than I bargained for. The practical living I like to sing it. You know what I mean? Morning. Practical Living in a Modern Age. Chandelier smash. Chandelier smash. You can keep going. Um, I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that women. What? Just you can do your taking it to the streets thing and all. Taking it to the streets. Chandelier smash. Chandelier smash. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Since it's some bonding you're seeing here, look our friendship's reaching a new level. It really is. I, uh, practically living in modern age, uh, real quick, and then we're going to move it along to our final section. In an inefficient oh, yeah, that was time, very timeline, timeline. Practical living. Uh, in a way, he age. wanted us to snap twice at the point of one he another. Did. He wanted to see that. Thank you, sir. Thank in you. In an inefficient, out-of-date way. Practical living in the modern age. Thank Go you. ahead and pop a chubby in a Pudge Brothers pizza, buddy. <laughs> and that there's a callback to a show that happened earlier. <laughs> Listen, the women are so beautiful here in Utah, and I, and I really believe that. But you know what? I'm starting to think, when I, every place I go, I think, wow, the women are really beautiful here. And I'm starting to think women are just really beautiful to me. <laughs> and it's interesting how everywhere is like, everywhere. Know, we have the most beautiful women. Omaha. Every place. Oh, my God. Women. Omaha. We have, we have the sweetest silks, honey, <laughs> dripping from the flesh of every single one of our goddesses. Welcome to Omaha. The land of beautiful women. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the practical thing. 
Because I'm really passionate about the point I'm about to make, guys. And this is really important. Ladies, take a break, fellas. Listen up. Ever been to Des Moines? Here's the thing. The women are beautiful. Sweet, beautiful stems attached to the flowery torsos. Incredible Venus de Milo. Welcome to Des Moines, land of beautiful women. Okay, but in the Midwest, in the Midwest, the women are really beautiful. And Have men... you visited Lincoln, Nebraska? No, 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 they're beautiful there. Good they're beautiful. God. They've been emancipated and proclamated here, baby. <laughs> Some of these women have stove top hats and beards, and you still want to get down. <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska, land of beautiful women. I'm telling you. Okay, but in the Midwest. Have you been to oh, Florida? Geez. This is starting looks to feel like, like Louisiana was trying to, feel to take like your, uh, your big stir story. That's what it is. This is your big stir, big stir story. Okay, listen. The women are beautiful everywhere. In the Midwest, the, the ever been to Big Sur? <laughs> it means large ocean. The girls are okay. The girls are okay, and the guys are disgusting. Welcome to Big Sur. Go to Lincoln, Nebraska. That's what the sign says. What if that was like, what a state slogan? Utah, go to Nevada. Nevada, Utah's dirty little secret. Um, okay, so the women are beautiful in the Midwest, but most of them seem to be married to really uh, morbidly obese men, and the women don't seem to notice or care. So here's the practical limit. I don't know how it happens, but I just think there's certain places where the women are way better looking than the men they're dating. Yeah, I know, because they have the right values. They don't yeah, care maybe they don't care. Right. You know, an old toddler body. Right. Maybe they're more, maybe they have more depth in those places. They That's all. Care, yep. They don't care if the guy's got a chubby that he's going to pop and he's carrying around a Pudge Brothers pizza. Yeah, they don't care. And, that's, and it's great. They're, they're great women. It makes them great, uh, honorable, noble people. And here's what I'm saying, guys. If you're single, don't move to a place where women are beautiful, because women are beautiful everywhere. Move to a place where men are ugly. Because then you have less competition. Woo! Yeah! Right? Here's another one. Here's another one. If you live in Utah, <laughs> you got to see these bright, shining, luminescent beings that are with the most slender of legs, the most perfect bosoms, taut skin, salt all over them. <laughs> Brian Shrine Shrine Vagina. Welcome to Utah. Land of Brian Shrine. I knew you were going to do that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Let's finish up. I like you guys. I'm ambiguous feeling about you. This whole half was amazing. I, just the fact that we all... I, mean, I don't know. I didn't get to know you guys as well, but you guys... So I got to call something. I really did. You gave me a Mackie Sasser card, as so long we're, as good, we're, mentioning we're good for it, life, man. As long as we're mentioning it, this side, you guys have been absolutely stellar the entire thing. You're obviously much less enthusiastic than this side. I think that's, that, that's reflective of how you guys really went for it. It's Tuesday night. You're partying. You had drinks. You smoked weed. You made a, a blood oath not to be enthusiastic. That's fine. That's a Tuesday. 
Let's finish up with a, a section I like to call uh, Maskers. Uh, it's called Maskers. Daddy came home for flag maskers. day. It's called Maskers. We're going to finish up. And I'm home. I brought a flag. <laughs> it's it called uh, Maskers. Mom, Mom, Mom. Dad's home and he brought a flag. Oh, I knew this flag day would come. <laughs> as soon as Ryan yells out, you see, he went on a six-month tour. Let's give it up one time. And we didn't ask for a fucking encore. Right? <laughs> uh, big uh, at Big Nasty One ninety one right? So, would you rather fight? A hundred mask-sized horses or one horse-sized mask? Okay. Mask-sized horses? Yes. Would you rather fight a hundred mask-sized horses or one horse-sized mask? Well, first of all... Okay, let me just say this. Three things. One. Okay. Okay, start with the first. Uh, start with the first. How Actually, big? start with the third thing. Now, Work your way back. All right, I'll... Find your way back <laughs> to your heart. You're just tuning in now. We're trying to figure out what a horse-sized mask looks like in comparison to the source. This is Ted McGillicuddy coming to you live on a Tuesday afternoon. But it became night. I've been on the air so long. Okay. What is a mask-sized horse? Because how big is the mask? But if you're thinking of like a fan of the opera size mask, like a half mask, that's not a very big horse. So it's a hundred of those. I think I, I think fighting a hundred of anything is, is much harder than fighting one uh, of anything. But you know, a a, a mask that's attacking you because it's the size of a horse—that's an inanimate object. It's coming at you. You don't know what's going on. I yeah. think the bewilderment almost would be the handicap that would lead to your your fatality. Whereas if you got all these tiny horses coming at you. Fuck it, grab a broom. Yeah, I, I would want to request a hundred arms. A hundred arms. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is, Maskers is not about fucking masks, okay? It's called Ask the Masters. That's why we call it Maskers. We couldn't call it Askers for obvious reasons. We don't want just questions about our butts. <laughs> At my, Matt Carmen, Carman writes... Orion, time for a new belt. It's true. What happens when Orion gains weight? That's the worst, when Orion has to go buy a new belt. He's like, yeah. what is going on? This is the second one. Alex well, so far writes, The Big Dipper, Orion's ladle. Yeah. That is. It bad. is Orion's yeah. ladle. It is? Okay. And then I, I think, uh, what happens? To, why, why don't we ever see any constellations that are like Orion's socks? <laughs> Orion's necklace or Orion's cummerbund. Yeah, it doesn't. No one cares about the other accoutrements that Orion might have except for his belt. The North Star is Orion's brooch. I mean, one day all of us will know what I meant by that. I swear. Orion's stirrups. Orion's stirrups are just Tucson and Phoenix. Uh, you get, what I'm saying is you get low enough on Orion, you start to become cities in Arizona. 
Sean Cummins writes, uh, Orion, is it? Orion's Prince Albert is Florida. <laughs> Ironically, though, Prince Albert's Florida is Ohio. <laughs> His, his I've dick, lost the thread his, of the show. His dick, yeah. his dick is from Cleveland. <laughs> it's an Ohioan. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Sean Cummins writes, is it okay to call a fast wet dream a wet nap? That's, that is very funny. Or, yeah, or do you know, if it's not a big wet dream, is it just a damp dream? <laughs> Damp dream. Yeah. And then a damp nap is just you getting excited on the dance floor. <laughs> All right, guys, this is. Tweet tr- dreams are made of this. Who am I to travel the world in the seven tweets? Why wouldn't it be tweets? Why wouldn't it have been tweets in the seven tweets? Tweet to me like lovers do. What? Let's do a couple live maskers and we have to go. I know you guys have been here for a long time and I know that the, the people at the club need to uh, unwind and, and, and uh, uh, we all, we've all really enjoyed this so much, but we need yeah. some, a few yeah, live maskers before we go. Live Anybody, maskers uh, and leave a couple extra dollars if you had a good time. Thank you guys yeah, please, so much please, for spending your Tuesday with us. A few of the people so uh, stayed real late for you, so please take your Let's get everybody around. Thank you, for, thank you for Keith Stubbs and Wise Guys for having us. I mean, we really did spring this on them. Literally... Uh, Less than like a, less than twenty four hours ago, pretty much. So it was real nice. Well, we hope this has been a real f- yeah, hot, hot, spicy, hot, spicy, hot, spicy, buttery, tasty, buttery, tasty uh, pod. Just dropping pods, hot and spicy. <laughs> Try and drop. Pod, you can have this pod pods. with some brine shrimp or some trail mix. Uh, you know what? Do you guys ever eat brine shrimp? You ever do a uh, brine shrimp scampi? You ever do that? You ever do coconut breaded Hawaiian brine shrimp? <laughs> brine shrimp poppers. <laughs> Just pop them in your mouth and go straight out your dick. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right, do we have any live maskers? Anybody? Yes. This is very formal. Man. He just stood up. He's like, he's so like, he crossed like a... his arms. He's got the to- the top of his hair is taller than the bottom. <laughs> Is yes, a, sir. Is a carousel a tornado horse, is, or is a tornado a horseless carousel? Do you want to think about this for a second? <laughs> Say it again. Sorry. Is a, a carousel, carousel a horse tornado? It is. Yes. <laughs> and, or, is or is a tornado a horseless carousel? Wow, that is a good one. That's real. A horseless carousel. I mean, I wish tornadoes were horseless carousels, but ever, whenever they portray them in movies, it's like, yeah, there's no horses, but there's a fucking cat. Yeah. There's a cow. There's nothing, that's the problem with tornadoes. There's, there's a nothing. chick with a small dog yeah. spinning fucking round and round. That's the problem with tornadoes. There's nothing to ride once you're inside. There's a, there's if you had something to sit on, it wouldn't be so shitty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I feel like a carousel has solved the real the problem. Carousel is the perfect they take a tornado. problem, they're like, you know, that tornado suck, but if you had a horse to ride, it wouldn't be so bad. A carousel is the perfect storm of a tornado and horses. Yeah. It might be, might be the perfect creation. I mean, it could be. But I like a tornado as a horseless... Yeah, I think it's more of a horseless yeah. carousel. Yeah. Anybody else? Because a horse tornado... Buddy, if you've got... 
Horses the sizes of masks spinning around you, that is a fucking nightmare. And I have been there, and I will not go back, and that is why I do not smoke crack cocaine. Um, well, Halloween's coming up, and I'm trying to choose a mask. You can go village. fuck yourself. <laughs> you come into my house looking like that, smelling like that. <laughs> Wearing spectacles! <laughs> you fucking maniac. You know exactly what this is about. And you can ask us questions about our butts or you can ask the masters. But I don't want to hear nothing about masks. But really, though, what was the question for Halloween? I'm going to ask how yeah. to choose what masks... Why don't you go kill yourself? <laughs> Why don't you turn over on your back after getting shit-faced during flu season and why don't you gobble your own sneeze part? A next question. Yes. Um, I know you do a lot of acting and your next one is it's comedy mm-hmm. or it's tragedy. Yeah, comedy. And I know that like, Tuesdays they would, you know, put on different... Uh, Never heard of them. <laughs> How long will this question be? Because like, then when I was seven, my dad touched me for the first time. And I, no, I think I never that's when I really started to contemplate. I, I think I, no, no. So, so if, like in the Shakespearean times, Commedia Arte, you're talking about what? Two different... Well, either the masks, I would... <laughs> yeah, this was this sort of frowning mask was the tragedy, and then the smiling one represented the comedy. Any other questions? Yo, fuck you. Yo, fuck you. Any other non-mask-related questions? What were alternate names of cashing it in with T.J. Miller? Cashing it... What, did we have any alternate names? I don't believe there was an alternate name. Uh, was there? I, well, we, his name is so perfect for cashing in, right? You're cashing in. And that's really what the name of the podcast is. Yeah. But we thought it was funny at first say cashing with T.J. Miller. Did we have anything else? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we came. I, it's hard to remember back in those days. Well, I was called... It was back when there were horses and buggies. And uh, it was a long time ago. I don't know. I, don't I know think it was thinking. called DeShy Shy. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> it was called DeShy Shy and a label... F- Fuck. It's called to shy shy in a ladle full of abrasive extroversion. You see, because to shy shy has the word shy in it, and the opposite of someone who's shy would be an extrovert, and the ladle is from the show. Yeah, yeah, I think it almost got named that too. All right, one more, one more, and we have to. Yes. Oh, and we already did him. We, yeah. I hate to cross promote, but would you ever do getting Doug? Ooh. Well, get yeah, Doug yeah, with yeah. high. Yeah. Oh, so Doug Benson has this, yeah, I know, yeah I know. getting Doug with high. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't ask him. He's got a kid. So. Yeah, well, my, I don't oh, know, man. Yeah, no one, no one ever cash a his kids. Eh? <laughs> cash parties. Cash actually has um, what would you say over seven thousand dollars worth of marijuana in your house? <laughs> I do. I. You guys heard this story, didn't you? For wins. You know, That's my godson. TJ's godson. Cash's best son. He's got another one, but I can't remember his goddamn name. TJ brought, for the christening, TJ brought two gifts. Brought two gifts. Uh, one, he brought uh, Wynn, uh, my baby. He's now it's turning two, actually, uh, on Saturday. Never, never seen him in my life. <laughs> he brought two gifts. He brought a uh, 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 brass knuckles for Wynn. 
Yep. He's going to need them. And he also bought, brought a bag. Probably, I mean, it was... It was a pound of marijuana. It was a pound of marijuana. <laughs> and it reeks. I put it, I put it in a safe in the closet. Because I smoke literally like once every three months or something. I'm just not a big smoker. But this, I said, you give it to him, give him the brass knuckles, put him on the street, tell him to turn a profit. <laughs> well, here's what's happened since. Here's what's really happened. really happened is TJ comes by every two or three months and he uh, asks if he can borrow some marijuana. And but I'm gonna give basically it back I'm to holding win. for him. No, I'm going to give it back to Wynn. But I've told you, go and sell it. And you refuse to. I'm not going to sell marijuana. Why? It's too much to sell, to be honest with you. It's so much... You know, you should just go up to people on the street, yeah. like in a trench coat. Not a long one, but one that like comes up mid-thigh. And you just, like, and you just go, hey, you want to buy some marijuana? And they're like, sure. And you just pull out a pound of it and go, how much you want to pay for this? And then if they say 15 bucks, do it and get win a little, you know, like a Happy Meal and a, a pre-roll joint. The ultimate gift. All right, last this Masters. Been so fun. This is it. We really do have to go. Yes. Yeah. If you uh, sneak into your own show, is that called sneaker baiting? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. How could you sneak into your own show? That's like a brine shrimp crawling inside its own penis. <laughs> That's it for us, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs> Say hi after the show. We really appreciate it. Your support means a lot to us. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thank you, listeners. We'll be back soon. Thank you, guys. Now leaving Nerdist.com.